Welcome to Anime Out of Context, a comedy review show hosted by a basement dweller who grew up scrounging terrible fan subs on sketchy websites prior to the convenience of modern streaming, alongside a willfully ignorant soul whose only knowledge of anime comes from the shows forced upon him here. This show will contain spoilers, incorrect information, and copious amounts of adult language. Our hosts are not experts on any topic, and everything they say should be taken with a grain of salt. Thank you for listening, and enjoy. Hello and welcome to Anime Out of Context, the show where I attempt to explain the sometimes weird, sometimes wonderful, but always hilarious world of anime. Oh man, don't you just wish it was Christmas in July? I'm Sean Rollins. <laughs> I'm rapping to Chase. Sean's <laughs> mad at me because he doesn't like Christmas. No, normally I love Christmas, Ram. Uh, what I don't love is secrets. He, 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 he's talked about, he's not looking forward to this year's Christmas. I don't know why. I'm super hyped for it. But that that's still six months away. Uh, what, what are we doing this week, Sean? Well, Rem, it is July. Yep. Patriotic lovely, time for America. God bless America, baby. Yeah. And, and, it, and all of its lack of faults. Yes. <laughs> all those faults that we uh, shove behind uh, the back of the McDonald's just to keep hey, it hey, away. When I put on... My patriotic red, white, and blue blindfold. I can't see anything wrong. Or anything at all, as it turns out. Hey, that's that's not important. (laughs) So with that in mind, Rem, I figured, wouldn't it be great to do an anime set in America? (laughs) Okay, yep, all right. Um, Sure. Specifically, uh, one of the most American places uh, on the face of the world. Uh, All right, most American places, there's a couple options that come to mind, right? Right. Um, especially if we're thinking from a Japanese perspective. Yes. Uh, one that immediately comes to mind from a Japanese perspective, you, you'd be like, oh, big cowboy, that's gotta be Texas. Mm-hmm. Uh, or you could also say, um, just due to how iconic it is, I, I think Las Vegas would be a good one. Okay. Uh, or if, if you want to focus more on the urban side of things, uh, New York City. And final thing, uh, w- probably fourth on the list of likelihood would be Hollywood. So those are those are my four contenders. Those are my four pillars of America. The four pillars of America. Texas, Hollywood, New York, and Las Vegas? Yeah. I, you know, fair. I I, I can't fault you for that. Uh, well, but- one, specifically New York City. Um, so you have a city, a city, uh, an entire fucking state, and a city. Um, but I, I don't think, like... The city specifically, and then the state generally, and I maintain that stance. Mm, fair enough. Well, Rem, you are actually correct. Um, All right, because let's see which one. Today's anime is going to be set in the glorious city known as New York City. Ah, okay, okay. Interesting, interesting choice. And that's not all, Rem. I thought that doing an anime set in New York City would be fun and thematic for the country, but I'm going to be real with you. I just because it's over doesn't mean we can't do more episodes of this nature. So we're also going to do another Pride Month themed episode. Ah, okay. And we're going to do our favorite, uh, favorite queer anime, Friends. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be there for you. <laughs> da, 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 da. Yeah, no, that's, I'm sure, I'm sure that'll go over completely well. Uh, no, Rem, actually, uh, we Oh, are... no, my bad. The, uh, it, it, I, I should have focused more. It, it's a, uh, it's a yaoi anime, Seinfeld. 
Fun fact, I have never seen a single episode of either of those shows. <laughs> ah, I'm, fun fact, you don't need to. <laughs> My goodness. Uh, sometimes they're funny and other times they're bad. Like, really bad. Uh, offensively bad, you might say, in some so, situations. So I'm guessing it's not going to be like Seinfeld and we get like some shitty uh, opener in, in the comedy club of being like, Lollicons, what's the deal with that? God, anime Seinfeld. I do not <laughs> it's know. It's very cursed. It is a very cursed. Like, Jerry Seinfeld as an anime character is a wild mental image that I did not expect to come up today. Uh, I, I want less Seinfeld in this world, not more. It, it, correct. Same applies to anime. So, <laughs> really, anime Seinfeld is my hell. Yeah. <laughs> anime Seinfeld is my hell. That's a t-shirt if I've ever heard it. Uh... <laughs> But no, Rem, uh, the anime we're going to be talking about today is actually probably, after Yuri on Ice, our most requested um, uh, BL Yaoi-style anime. Okay, okay. Uh, and want to know what the really cool thing about it is, Rem? What? It doesn't have any of the bad tropes that like a lot of BL can have. Okay, okay, that's good to hear. And I'll be real with you, first time I watched it back in 2018... Did not realize it was going to be a uh, a shonen a shonen IBL yaoi type anime. I feel like you've said that before. <laughs> I, I have like said that just, before. I, I feel like you're before. just bad at reading the hints. You're bad at, at reading the signs. I so think. really, I just need to watch and read more. Quite frankly, if you have any Which, recommendations, I mean, frankly, for me. I I, I could have tell told you that you were bad at recognizing. Uh, BL, when it's right in front of your face, because I've been flirting with you hardcore for four years on the podcast, yeah. and still <laughs> nothing. So it's just like the verbal man. abuse is your flirting. What can I say? I guess I'm soon to <laughs> clip it and ship it, Dylan. <laughs> uh, but I I do say that a lot. I will admit uh, because. A lot of times I like to go into ser new series blind, uh, especially after I started deciding to, you know, review anime for a living. Sure, sure. Um, and uh, I went into this one super excited uh, because it looked fascinating and interesting uh, because it's a anime set in New York uh, and it's also about gangsters and the mafia. <laughs> okay. <laughs> which is my jam. I love a good crime-filled series. Like, so right now, right, because yep. I'm thinking about, like, oh, what other things do we have that have similar themes? And I'm like, well, Odd Taxi. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Are yep. we getting some walrus on walrus love here? <laughs> no. No, he, we're not. Um, I, Look, I, will, I will say the main character's name, uh, last name is Lynx. The lesbian ladies, they love yams, and the gay fellas... They love walruses. These are just the facts. All right. Yams, yam and walrus unity. That's what we're about here. I don't know if you can say that, Rem. Uh, <laughs> I, I will say that one of the main characters is called Lynx, like the cat. So, I mean, it's no walrus, but I'll take it. Anyways, uh, and this is uh, easily one of the most requested anime we've received uh, of this stylings. Uh, and it is... Very different from a lot of the other uh, stuff we've covered in some ways, uh, because it's got it's got everything, Rem. It's got New York City. It's got the mafia. It's got some some little bit of romance here and there. It's got mystery. It's got drama. It's got murder. Lots of murder. There's a good <laughs> amount of murder in this anime. 
And right. everybody you, seems you, to universally love it. And I figured, you know, well, my it was about time for you and me to cover it as well and see if uh, the hype is really worth it. I have no idea what to expect, but uh, alrighty, let, let's fucking do this. Shit. Yeah, no. Basic premise. One of our main characters runs a small gang and there's a big murder mystery going on about and a, a young man from Japan who's a photographer uh, shows up in New York and gets involved against his better wishes. Okay, okay. Keeping it nice and simple because honestly, I think just watching it will really do it for you. Have you said the name of the anime yet? I've been saving it, Rem. Oh, okay, okay. That's because what I if, if I led with the name... You would think to yourself, what the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> All right. All right. Well, what is it? Well, it's two English words. Uh, nice and simple. The title of this anime is Banana Fish. Hey, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> the long-awaited sequel to Banana Cat. <laughs> the long-awaited sequel. <laughs> to banana, and they've got more serious. It, it's a hundred percent more murders, a hundred percent more gay. Uh, oh, oh! I've been waiting for so long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, this is a direct sequel to Banania. See, I kept it from you the whole time. <laughs> You know, I I had a hunch, right? Yeah, as soon as uh, I mentioned New York City and mafias, you uh, you knew. <laughs> I was like, there's there's something banana in the air. <laughs> I'm I'm sensing bananas and cats. That's what I'm sensing. <laughs> you can see why I saved it, Rem. I can't just go into an anime and say, all right, Rem. So today we're gonna be watching something called Banana Fish, like that. That is a cold, cold open, Rem. I can't do that to you. <laughs> I got, I gotta lay some groundwork. I gotta build it up so when I drop the banana fish on your face, you are. Well, it's probably best you left it at the end because otherwise, I would have not let you speak, and it would have just been an entire part one talking about banana. Yeah, there would be no I, more to it. Uh <laughs> I had a feeling. I had a feeling. Oh, I one of them has to be like. The the character just has to be like the child of Hunky Banania. Hunky Banania. <laughs> you know which one I'm talking about. Yeah, I, I kind of. He's Hunky Banania. <laughs> this is why I saved it to the end. So without further ado, let's go watch some banana fish. <laughs> banana fish, what the fuck are you doing, man? What are you doing? I'm a white chocolate slut. I'm also a dark chocolate slut. Yeah. I'm also it, a little bit of a milk chocolate slut. I think you're just a chocolate slut, my guy. I'm just a slut. You creamy cocoa slut. I am a caramel slut. I am a caramel slut. You're just uh, a sweetie, sweetie little slut. I'm a, a slut for some cookies and cream. Look, Rem, is just, this just... Is is this pre-banter your outlet for really outing some of your fetishes? Hey, baby, I'll be sweet if you make me sticky. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back after watching five whole episodes of the hit 2018 anime, simply titled Banana Fish. And Rem, sorry to disappoint you, but there's not a banana cat in sight in this one. It is wildly disappointing, to say the least. Uh, all of my expectations have, have been dashed, have been thrown against the rocks, and uh, I don't know what to do with myself. Rem, I told you what to expect in the first half of this episode. Uh, and, and yet still, still, I held out hope. Still, I believe. 
you thought you thought I was bullshitting you on like the drugs and the the drama, the crime lords, all that, the mafia. You thought that was the bullshit, and it was actually just a grand ploy to watch more banana cats. Yeah, I I genuinely do not know how to help you. <laughs> <laughs> but since that's not what you got. Why don't you give us uh, your thoughts, views, and opinions on uh, the first couple episodes of Banana Fish? After all, this is probably one of the most requested of its genre. Sure, sure. Uh, so, Sean. Yes. I'm deciding whether or not to... Uh, there's one of two ways I can begin, Sean. Okay. Um, one, I can start with, uh, with one of my famous anime recipes. It's uh, been a while and, since we've had one of those. And, and what adds up to Banana Fish. Right. Or two, I, I can start with a, a, a personal... Personal anecdote. You don't tell many personal anecdotes on the podcast. It's not that personal, I'll be honest. Oh, uh, well, then why is it a personal anecdote? It's a very, anecdote? it's a, it's an impersonal personal anecdote. But, then Rem, I think that's just an anecdote. Well, no, but it's a personal anecdote. <laughs> but if it's not but a I, per- No, but, uh, it's a, all right, so it, the category is personal anecdote, right? It falls within that category. However... Relative to other personal anecdotes, it's a pretty impersonal personal anecdote. Oh, fuck. We've spent so much time talking about it. That's where we should start. <laughs> All right. So uh, when, when I was like 13 or 14, right? Uh, this is sound pretty personal, Rem. I was, I was an avid reader and uh, read, read all sorts of YA fiction. And one book that I, I had read was uh, one that is now much more popular than it was then, 13 Reasons Why. Oh, right. God. Yep. All right. Here we go. <laughs> uh, it, it was an interesting book. Little, little 13 year old me was like, oh, man, this shit's fucking crazy, dude. Uh, and uh, and generally it was uh, interesting. I think I wrote to the author or something like that at one point. Uh, I, I, I did that quite a bit back then. It, it was a good time. But uh, years later, of course, they, we had the television show, 13 Reasons Why. Um, and I see that and I was like, oh, shit. Because uh, I had never heard of anybody who had even read the book right uh so it was wildly interesting to me that there now was going to be a very high production value tv show right uh and so of course of course i decided to watch it right uh and uh, I've, I've actually i've seen the first I, i've seen two seasons of 13 reasons why because they, they made a second i think a third maybe even a fourth season. jesus i, I at knew least about three the first maybe two. four i knew about yeah. the first two i don't know about a third and or fourth yeah and and watch watch the first i'm like okay okay uh it's it's interesting um uh, but it it's not good right i oh, i think God. i think most people can agree 13 reasons why not great but it's it's like compelling because it's well done uh but it's like i would i would describe it as sort of trashy television you know what i mean uh-huh uh- <laughs> sean okay. getting nervous getting nervous i am uh, very nervous <laughs> and it, it was it was cemented like season two just just utterly charged but i i was i kept watching i kept watching at least uh through season two uh because that there was interesting shit going on, uh, even if the show wasn't good. It was a trashy watch. Uh, and there's all sorts of trashy uh, shows like that, that that people love, either sincerely or half-ironically, right? Um, such as Banana Fish. Okay, here and- we go. <laughs> all right, yeah, that, all right, yeah. That, well, fuck, it was nice knowing you, Rob. I- <laughs> Banana Fish is an interesting show. I don't think it's a great show. It might be a good show. I haven't decided yet. Oh, dear. <laughs> I don't know if it's bad or good or neutral. It's definitely trashy. Uh, and we'll we'll get to all of these lovely details, listeners. 
Uh, and now we can we can transition into my anime recipe. And boy, is it a weird one. One of the weirdest anime recipes I've ever created, Sean. Uh-huh. To get banana fish, you start out with the boondocks. Okay, um, I see where you're going. Yeah, yeah. A uh, li- little bit on the gritty side, not politically correct, right? Um, So you start with the boondocks. You mix it with Tokyo Godfathers, right? Okay. Making sense. And then you okay. mix that. Both of those make a lot of sense. Then you mix th- those two with Riverdale. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, fuck. Riverdale, note for being just like very, it, it's totally trashy television. It's it's melodramatic. Uh, once again, high production value, but uh, there's so much going on. It's in that vein of like a, a supernatural, you know, we all know what kinds of shows these are. Um, And that that is the very weird, but I think stunningly accurate recipe for banana fish. You take the boondocks, you take Tokyo Godfathers, and then you throw in some Riverdale. That is banana fish. Now, for those who don't know banana fish, they're, they're wondering, okay, uh, how do these ingredients mesh? How how does that all add together? Well, listeners, let's jump into it. Uh, we, we, we start out with, uh, with, the, with uh, a war, right? With war and some soldiers. There's a destroyed city. Uh, and there's uh, one guy named Griffin. Who he's he's very out of it as he returns to to his fellow troops, uh, and then he all of a sudden starts opening fire on all all of his friends, all of his companions here. Uh, he's stopped uh, and he he's he's shot and then uh, apprehended. And the one thing he says is banana fish, right? Um. So at this point, it's like in my opinion, it was really obvious what banana fish was going to be. Um, I was like, oh, okay, so it's obviously, like, banana fish with how out of it this guy was before he kills a bunch of people. Banana fish, it's a drug. It's very common in the drug world to come up with uh, certain specific names of uh, of varieties of drugs, right, and, and unique instances of it. Uh, so banana fish is just the name of a particular kind of drug. Uh, later on, we will learn uh, that this assumption is wrong, it turns out that it's actually a person or organization, which I found a little bit weird and surprising. Uh, but we'll get there. Don't worry. Uh, then we cut away from the battalion to now we see uh, like a pretty boy drug dealer uh, and a bloody man in an alley comes up to him before he dies and he gives him a little locket and he too says banana fish. Uh, so we're starting off. There's a lot going on, right? Uh, the pretty boy dealer who we learn is named Ash uh, he he goes to a mansion to see Dino, who's uh this this old uh large sexually deviant uh mob boss who uh as as we here here's here's an interesting thing about this show, Sean. Yes, and we can start introducing why th- this show has. All right, so th- this this is this is a, a nice boy love anime, right? You got you got yeah. the boy boys who fall in love. Yeah, which is why, and and it's like the the main two boys who fall in love. It's a pretty straightforward, relatively wholesome love story, right? Um, w- within the setting, it's like it it's more or less what you would expect in this setting. Yeah, yeah, that part is. That being said, that's why it's all the more interesting. Yes, <laughs> that this show's view on homosexuality is bonkers. <laughs> it is. <laughs> It is insane. One of the first lines of the entire show uh, is when Ash is being warned about... I don't know if he's being warned about Dino or Marv. It doesn't really matter. It would apply to either of them, I guess. I think it's Dino. 
Uh, but it could also be Marv. I really cannot remember. Uh, but it's be careful around him. He's vindictive and gay. <laughs> like, like gay is the punctuation mark there. It's like, oh, it's one thing that he's vindictive, but also he's gay. It's like, okay, that's weird. And then it's also weird that this show, it makes like homosexuality is a major theme where it will shoehorn homosexuality but not in the sense of, like, a lot of people are like, oh, man, all this gay stuff being shoved into my media. How dare they, right? This is not what it's doing. Um, no, it will awkwardly shoehorn homosexuality, usually in a weird villainous way, right? Where it's like, oh, Ash is so pretty. So all of these perverted gay guys will be really into him. Um, it's really weirdly done. It's so strange because once again, the actual, like, the main romance, it's not that the show is is opposed to a, a, a wholesome gay romance. But if you, if you removed the one wholesome gay romance, you would be like, this show is, like, wildly homophobic. Insanely so. I don't understand. Well, Reb, I, I, there's one fact I kept back from you in the first half that'll probably explain everything. Uh, the original manga for this uh, anime... It was written in 1985. 100%, and that definitely checks out with some of the things. that That's largely, you know, uh, that vibe that I got, that's why I included Tokyo Godfathers. Uh, yes. That sort of feeling of, like, progressive for its time, but dated for now, right? Yes. Yes, it was. But even that, it's not all... The issues I'm talking about, while some of them come from it being dated, not all of them do. Yeah. Like, for, for instance, uh, and, and we're going to talk about some relatively serious themes in this episode uh we yeah. won't delve super deep into them but they will be mentioned so uh be prepped for that uh it's like okay you got a wholesome gay romance but then it's like oh yeah and because he's so pretty uh he also was abused as a child right yeah. child traffic um and then also when he goes to prison there's a whole lot of like prison rape talk like, homosexuality is a major theme that is usually depicted in this anime as wildly deviant and destructive, but then it has a, a very wholesome relationship at its core, and I don't know what to do with this. Um, <laughs> because it, it's not saying, like, oh, there's, you know, gay people can be morally good or bad. There's nothing inherent to their morality uh, based on their sexuality, which, like, yeah, obviously. No, it, it's... It, this show has strong feelings about it in both ways. <laughs> it's it's a wildly confusing show on this front. And I, I won't be talking about it exclusively, but I just needed to bring it out there because I can't make sense of it. It's real fucking wonky. Yeah, I will also say, uh, there of the recommendation emails we got for this one, Rem, uh, a lot of them were like, all right, you need to show them the whole thing. And I was like, y'all, we don't, that's a big ask. That's a big ask, and not gonna have the results you want. So we'll, we'll see what what predictions I can make. Anyway, continuing yeah. back to the actual show happening, right? Um, we we see there there with Ash and Dino. There's this sort of coerced sugar daddy relationship, a little bit. Yep. Um, which you know, yep. Uh, uh, then we see uh ash he like returns home we meet some other characters such as shorter who's in charge of the chinese gang um and uh we we also meet uh skipper as well 
who uh, uh, he's he's a younger black kid who's uh, a close friend of Ash's. Uh, and we see that Ash has stolen uh, the drugs that Dino uh, wanted, right? And he's like, what the fuck? Uh, so, oh man, even just describing the show, because so much happens, it's balls to the walls at all times. So I'm trying it, to figure out how to simplify. Like, yeah, the main reason that why I said watching all of it was a big ask was one, because it's 24 episodes. Oh, fuck. Uh, and two, uh, a lot happens in each episode. Yes, yeah. So Ash asks uh, Dr. Meredith about about the drugs he got, and Meredith investigates, finds out that it's some form of hallucinogenic, but not uh, not like LSD. In fact, it has it's like a violent hallucinogenic, more or less. Right. right. Uh, Marv, uh, who's Dino's lackey, who is also vindictive and gay. Uh, <laughs> he is, which is why I don't know if that line is referring to Dino or Marv. Yeah. Uh, and Marv is also interested in a sexual. A relationship with Ash, as we will see later. Uh, Marv is told to stop Ash, and uh, and they get a guy named Arthur on their side. And Arthur is one of Ash's gang members, but he doesn't like Ash. Uh, it should be noted, Ash is in charge of of a big old gang, right? Even though he's only seventeen, he's sort of a prodigy. They're like, it's amazing, it's amazing. He's in charge of this gang, considering he's seventeen and he's white. Okay, all right. Now we gotta address this shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I don't want to be talking about it. this show. is it's bringing up a lot of shit, and so I gotta sort it through. Uh, this show is one messy bitch, and I gotta untangle its threads. So, uh, I'm I'm not opposed to it be like mentioning ethnicity, but that can often be uh, a significant part in uh in different gangs and stuff, especially. Uh, if if we look back of a few decades, right, uh, or in a prison environment, like a lot of times ethnicities are very important to gangs for one reason or another. So it could, in fact, be notable that uh, that this white kid shows up and becomes a gang leader super quickly. Um, but then, so you'd imagine, okay, so he he has a largely uh, largely black gang, or at least like people of color in his gang, right? That's, right. That's the conclusion. Most I think. It would be reasonable to draw. Otherwise, why it wouldn't be that notable that he's white otherwise, right? Right. Uh, but no, his gang is super fucking white. Uh, and the only prominent member of the gang who's not white and who actually matters is Skipper, who, little spoiler, is about to die. <laughs> <laughs> so, just to just reveal a little bit... <laughs> they're like wow it's real amazing that th this white kid took over this super white gang where one of the only black characters to have any dialogue immediately dies off all right well it's not immediately okay. episode two <laughs> okay oh boy <laughs> banana fish you trashy bitch um like what am I supposed to be doing with all this stuff, man? Like, I can't ignore this. Like, okay, if you happen to have one horror movie where the black guy dies first, that doesn't mean much. But if it's a consistent trend, something's going on there. And it's just, it's just weird. And Banana Fish, what the fuck are you doing, man? What are you doing? <laughs> uh, to continuing on to this very messy journey that we've already tangled ourselves into. Uh, we, we meet 
uh, IG and friends who don't really matter. Uh, his uh, AG. AG, whatever. AG uh, is, is a young Japanese boy visiting America with some detective police friends. Um, I think it. I don't know why AG is here. <laughs> <laughs> his friends are here to solve crime. He's here to find love. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, he's he's here because he's sad he can't pole vault anymore. I that I don't know, man. Uh, anyway, uh, Ag and Detective Friends talk to Ash, but then they're interrupted by Marv and his goons, uh, storming the place, and they kidnap Skipper. Uh, and Ash chases down Skipper, and that's how we end episode one. That was one episode. <laughs> I mean, oh. my guy, like, these things happen, you know? Sometimes you get recommended an anime, and people want you to cover a lot of things at once, and sometimes not a lot happens in an episode. And sometimes everything happens in an episode. <laughs> I wonder if that will be a consistent theme. Episode two, Ash follows... Uh, and then the detectives also follow because uh, Skipper was kidnapped along with A.G. who was hanging out with Skipper. Uh, so everyone's chased him down. Ash confronts them and uh, Arthur is there, sort of the traitor uh, of his gang. Who, I should know, it's not like there was any foreshadowing to the betrayal. It was the first time we see Arthur, he's like, man, I can't wait to betray this motherfucker. Like, that was, that was our intro. <laughs> We've never seen Arthur be loyal from the get-go. He is the traitor. Um, so Ash confronts him, and Ash uh, stops A.G. from getting killed immediately uh, before he gets beat down by Marvin friends. Uh, Ash is taken care of before then. Ash seduces Marv, Dino's goon, uh, because he's like, hey, Marv, let's spend some alone time together. Um, which, once again, we're seeing some of these real weird sexual dynamics. What the fuck's going on? Uh, so Marv is just like, ah, yeah, 100%. Fuck whatever I was doing before. Uh, and Ash immediately kicks his ass and escapes. Uh, they all escape together, but then there's a wall. They they run into a dead end. What are they going to do? AG is like, I used to be a pole vaulter. He breaks off just a bunch of rusty pipe from the wall. And he uses this rusty pipe to pole vault over the wall. Yeah, but what else would he do? <laughs> I mean, Rem, if you are introduced as a photographer that used to be a pole vaulter and you have to get over a big tall thing, you gotta, you gotta use the pole to vault over the wall. It's a, it's just, if you're interested in learning how to pole vault, just grab a rusty pipe, you know, yeah. that's probably, yeah, that'll that's, probably work out. It's flexible enough, surely. <laughs> yeah, it, it, surely, obviously. Um, you know, it's Chekhov's like pole moment, vault. Like, you could be like, oh, it's a fun moment, right? Just like, in Sharknado, when the Sharknado was created, you're like, oh, this shit's, this shit's crazy. I'm, I'm loving it. But it's trashy. It is dumb. It's stupid, right? It's not, you're not like, wow, that pole vaulting was ingenious. You're like, oh, this shit's dumb as fuck. And maybe you're into that. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, AG escapes, right? And calls the cops uh, before passing the fuck out from uh, blood loss because he got stabbed on his way down. Uh, then... Uh, Shorter's gang uh, and Ash's gang, they come to save Ash, and they do, and then cops arrive, and it, it, it's bedlam, it's craziness. Uh, Marv, 
he gets ready to shoot Ash, but instead he shoots Skipper, and Skipper's fucking dead. There we go. That, 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 there is the black character in this show that oddly focuses on race a lot. And it's not that odd, because it's like old school gang territory. But it's weird that it focuses it on a lot, and then it's super white. Uh, it's a choice. It is a decision. Uh, but so Skipper's fucking dead, which I will say, child murder. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll only be consistent it's interesting you thought skipper might be important fuck you that kid's dead all right uh, oh, he, is, he is important he's uh you know more trauma for for ash oh is... yeah because ash needed it what would ash do without this trauma surely he has no other trauma that is his entire fucking character um hey it makes him hotter you know that's the important thing so uh, apparently let, trauma equals about, hotness. Yeah, let's talk about characterization for a moment. Yep. So Ash, he is a bad boy, but he's a good boy, actually, right? He's uh he's a genius. He's super great at fighting. He's stunningly beautiful. He has really good principles, but he has a bad boy flair. Um now you're like, all right, but Remington, then what's wrong with him? Uh he's got some trauma from his brother, I guess. You're like, but that's not a personality flaw, Remington. I'm like, I don't know what else to give you. Uh, that's that's the list. Uh, he he is your dream boy. That is the description of Ash. Uh, he is your dream boy, and and not not much more. Uh, meanwhile, Ag, his thing is he's your other dream boy. Um, he's shy, petite, uh, uh, more feminine because the show wants to make it clear that. In a gay relationship, there is a female in it, goddammit. Uh, which, once again, is a choice. Uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, is just soft-spoken, uh, caring, um, shy and nervous. I don't give a shit about either of them. <laughs> <laughs> Neither of them are compelling characters. Um, I don't know if there's a compelling character. There's just crazy shit that happens. I'm not rooting for anybody or anything. I'm just interested to see what crazy bullshit happens next. There is a lot of crazy bullshit that happens next. I'll, There's I'll... a lot of crazy bullshit. Uh, so, uh, Ash goes to pursue Marv, and as he's pursuing him, uh, Marv runs into sort of like this apartment complex. Uh, Ash follows up, but then Ash gets to an apartment room, opens some doors, and he sees Marv fucking dead, brutally murdered. And it's like, what? I was gonna kill this fuck. Who else killed this fuck? Uh, and then the cops show up at right that time. And Ash, he's right next to the dead body of Marv. That obviously means that he's guilty. He gets arrested. Oh, no. Um, but specifically, he gets arrested. And then, like, he's put in jail through, like, there's a corrupt cop or something. I don't know. They have, like, this weird B-plot of corrupting the cops, but then someone else uses their influence for a different thing and none of it really matters but it's shit going on as well uh we see that marv uh abused ash when ash was younger um which i all right here we go um uh, and then ag is sent to gather some intel but he uh and and t find shorter he thinks he doesn't succeed but actually he sort of does but also uh because he's a little bit careless he's going to be responsible for a thing uh a little bit later that we'll get to um, Ash is transferred to prison due to a corrupt judge, and at, in the prison, there's this guy named Max, um, 
And then the prisoners, some prisoners are also hired to target Ash. There's a lot going on. Good God. You gotta have lots of plot. (laughs) You always complain about there not being enough plot, so we... Yeah, but I don't know if all of this is relevant. There's a lot of it. Boy, oh boy, is there a lot of it. Is it all important? I don't think so. I don't think so at all. (laughs) Uh, Call me Goldilocks, but, you know, maybe this this one's too much. Maybe there's a happy middle. Maybe that exists somewhere. Uh, So, uh, inside the prison, there's a nice weird chat about some of the guys, like, wanting to make Ash their doll and stuff. Um, that, that is very prominent. And we, while he's in prison, we will have multiple scenes where prisoners will attempt and, and or succeed in sexually assaulting Ash. Is it ever relevant? Not really. I don't think really ever. Um, it's just one of the only ways that this show can think to move the plot forward, and that's weird. <laughs> like, <laughs> this show, it was like, okay, so it's it's like a a, a cr- gang crime story, right? Right, Sean? Yeah. Um, but but it's gay. And yes. th- that, that, that was like the pitch, and the writers were like, okay, okay. So we got the gay romance in the middle, and you're like, yeah, that's what makes it like a, a gay uh, gang crime story. And they're like, and then you got a bunch of evil gay guys who want to abuse the good gay guys. And it's like, what? <laughs> and it's like, yeah, that's going to be like how we move the plot at least half of the time. And it's like, what, what, what? And you're like, because you said it was a gay story. And I'm like, what? <laughs> well, is that how you interpreted that? Is, that? is that what you thought we were going for? Is that what you thought we were asking for? <laughs> uh, so uh, in, in prison, Ash meets uh, Max, who's a friends of the Japanese cops, right? And uh, Max, he used to be a journalist. Uh, and he also, as we learn, knew uh, Griffin, Ash's brother. Uh, oh, it all ties together. Griffin was the guy who killed everyone in the war scene at the very start. He was friends with Max, who was there and actually was one of the people to shoot uh, Griffin and stop him. Uh, and now he's a cellmate with Ash. Ooh. Um, there's this, I think the sort of like, prison leader who was hired to fuck with Ash or something. Uh, his name's Garvey. He confronts Ash uh, and then him and the, uh, Garvey and Ash have an altercation. They attack. Uh, Ash loses the first altercation deliberately so. Uh, later on, he'll like sneak a fork so that he can fuck him up. He also gets, uh, sneaks a pill that he can use to sneak a note out to AG after uh, giving him a big wet kiss. Um, I don't know, man. I'm already, I'm reading this and I'm losing the plot. (laughs) I have notes and I'm like, I'm feeling overwhelmed. Uh, here we learn from, uh, Max that Banana Fish is a person or organization, which I was like, oh, okay, that's interesting and weird. And later on, uh, uh, one of Dino's lackeys, a little scientist lackey will be called Banana Fish. And so it's like, oh, okay. So he's Banana Fish, I guess. Uh, a bit weird. I, th- I felt very confident that that was just going to be a drug. Um, uh, but continuing on, uh, we, we see that people who are uh, who have taken banana fish, they all mysteriously die. There's like some murder suicides going on. Um, Max tells Ash about their about Griffin and whatnot. And Ash is like, oh, OK, I want to kill you now, uh, which Jesus fucking Christ. Uh, so they have an awkward falling out, I guess. And they're like, all right, well, we won't be cellmates anymore. 
But then at the beginning of the next episode, they are cellmates again? Yeah, I don't, I don't got an explanation for you on that one, bud. <laughs> like, Ash gets a new cellmate who then tries to sexually assault him. And so he beats the ever-loving fuck out of this guy. Uh, and then him and Max are cellmates again. Which I, I feel like the prison wouldn't allow. Because it, it implies, like, all, all of the fellows really want to be a cellmate with Ash. So that, you know, they can fuck him. Uh, and meanwhile, Max has requested not to be. So you'd think if Max was like, oh, actually, can I be, though, again? They'd be like, what? No, you, what? We we specifically put an effort into making sure you weren't. Uh, I don't know, man. None of it makes sense. Don't think about it. Don't ever think about this show. Uh, if you have any thoughts in this show, <laughs> you, you're going down a dark path. Um, I don't know. Miscellaneous craziness happens. Uh, eventually, AG gets confronted. Uh, he tr- f- tries to find Shorter. He gets confronted by Arthur. Uh, and some goons, and Arthur and some goons end up, uh, they're at the doctor's office, they're ready to fuck shit up. Griffin, who's there, but in a sort of comatose state, he wakes up, and he stands up, uh, and then he gets shot, and then he dies. Okay? He also also says banana fish. He says banana fish, referencing the, uh, uh, scientist lackey, um, who's also there. I don't know why the scientist lackey is there, because it does not seem like the kind of mission he'd be on, I'll be honest. But he's there so Griffin can recognize him. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know. Um, uh, anyway, more prison drama that really none of it matters at all. The, ev- everybody who's there, like the Japanese cops, they're like, okay, so we, we need to get Ash out of jail, but we can't let him know that Griffin is dead. Otherwise he'll lose his fucking shit, right? Otherwise he'll do things he regrets. So make sure he doesn't know quite yet. Uh, but also let's make sure for some reason to tell Max who's once again Ash's cellmate. Why do they tell Max? I genuinely don't know. They're all like, keep it hush-hush. But we gotta tell Max. I mean, <laughs> you gotta. <laughs> I mean, Max, he wouldn't do anything wrong. No, and he certainly <laughs> wouldn't, like, I think in the same episode, very quickly tell Ash this. He doesn't try to hide it that much at all. He's just like, oh, by the way, your brother's dead. That's pretty fucked up. And yeah, Ash loses his fucking mind. <laughs> um... So Ash loses his mind, but Max and Ash get out of prison because Max was going to get out anyway very soon. And then Ash is provided a particular bail because, like, police chief pulled some strings or something. I don't know. I (laughs) I don't know what the fuck is going on. Um, Lots of things. So much. So Ash gets out and he's like, all right, we're going to just kill Dino, we're gonna murk that motherfucker. And so they happens immediately. They they don't like you think, okay, are we gonna plan this out or like heist style dino sort of the big bad? Let's figure out how we're gonna do this. No, they take a big old truck, right? And they're gonna drive the truck into Dino. And while they're driving the truck into Dino, Ash is gonna be at the top of the truck. Uh and th- this is like a Mac truck, right? Big storage truck. Yep. Ash is gonna stand on top of the truck and shoot at Dino as well. Oh yeah. And they just immediately initiate that plan, which then immediately goes wrong, and then they have to escape. That scene, which sounds like it would be, like, the climax of, of an episode, which it sort of is, and maybe, like, an entire episode in of itself, right? It takes, like, five minutes or some shit. It's, like, in and out, quick. It's like, oh, okay, now they're driving a train into him and shooting him. Okay, it went wrong. Oh, okay, they ran away. What? <laughs> like, blink and you'll miss just about everything. Uh, well, that's why I keep my eyes taped open whenever I'm watching anime. 
just the case. only way to do it. It's the only way to do it. Uh, yeah, and then we end episode five with Ash crying on a sunset rooftop, remembering his brother. There's also, I should be noted, there's a weird moment where as Ash is getting out of jail, uh, Max is like, he has like almost the exact line, oh no, wait, I forgot I told him that Dino killed his brother. Uh, we also learned in episode five that turns out banana fish is a drug, which like, yeah, <laughs> of course it was. <laughs> then why do, <laughs> why was there this weird bit that we pretended it wasn't? When it obviously was. And let me just pretend it. You openly stated, you're like, this guy's banana fish. But actually, he's not. It's a drug. <laughs> what? <laughs> and then it's like, they want to make sure the baddies can't kill Ash. Because they're like, no, but I want Ash alive because I want him alive. Which is always a shitty, lazy trope that's just like, we want him to be put in situations where he should be dead. He should die. He should lose. But also, plot armor doesn't allow him to, so we need an excuse. I don't know, man. It's a messy, trashy show. I think it's a bad show. <laughs> I think it's a bad show that I might be willing to watch more of. <laughs> like, it's a 3.5 that I'm interested in what will happen next, I think. So you're describing it as, like, a uh, train wreck that you just cannot look away from? Yeah, yeah, I'm like, all right, what's going to happen? And it, it's like, it's frustrating at times because, man, if you think about this show, you're going to have, it's going to be a little rough. It's the show, by thinking about the show at all, you'll put more thought than the show does. Um, The show, very much, shooting by the hip, you know? It's, uh, it, it is just going for it. <laughs> it, oh, yeah, it's an experience. <laughs> Uh, Rem, would you like to know how many emails we got uh, praising this anime and uh, requesting that we do it because it was one of their favorites of all time? Oh, so fucking many. So many. I, I, I've seen how many emails we got. Usually, I, I try not to read what specific emails, like, that are recommendations. I try not to read what recommendations we have. But some are going to slip through. And enough have slipped through. I know. Oh, my God. Yeah, Banana Fish. Holy shit. Uh, not counting the ones that had uh, typos in them. Uh, like... Not enough N's or A's. Uh, that happened a <laughs> yeah. couple times. Uh, banana, it's a hard word, y'all. Uh, we got approximately from the range of 78 to about 120 emails on this one. <laughs> and that's not counting, like, Twitter messages. Oh, my God. Or, like, uh, Discord recommendations either. Jesus it is probably, Christ. after Yuri on Ice, one of our most requested... Uh, uh, Yaoi or boys love manga. We, we've had a great, a, a great line of really solid Yaoi anime. Yes. Right? There's been a lot of really great ones. This is not one of those. <laughs> this, uh, kind of trash. Yeah, which, man. which, like, you may like it, right? I don't disagree with people enjoying it. There are plenty of times where I think I enjoyed it. That doesn't mean it's good. <laughs> Doesn't mean it's a good show, right? If you enjoy watching Riverdale, sort of like it, it's the definition of a guilty pleasure. You're not being like, oh man, the writing is so goddamn deep. No, you're like, oh man, it's just fucking crazy right now, dude. Holy shit. Yeah, that's the enjoyment. You'd be like, goddamn, look at that Sharknado. Oh my god, he just chainsawed through a shark. Like, it's not smart. It's not thoughtful. It's not deep. It might be enjoyable, though. So you're saying the 2018 anime. Uh, set in New York about uh, gang warfare and drama and violence uh, written by 
uh, somebody in Japan in 1985 is not like the uh, 100% perfect anime that everybody seems to be claiming it is. Oh, so far from. So far from. Well, I just would like to say that I think the show's fun to watch. That's my. That's the only opinion I'm going <laughs> to offer in the show. I had to be very vague in the first part, and I was like, ah, this is a very fun show to watch. So yep. that, that's all I'm going to say. Uh, hey, Ram. Yep. It's not, it's not for your favorite game. Uh, care to guess all the right. battle score for Banana Fish? 8.7, straight up. I think it's insanely high. All right, well... With uh, 310,000 ratings, uh, Banana Fish is currently sitting at 8.50. Oh my god. That was in the ballpark, and yeah, that's just... Yeah, it's currently ranked number 114 of all things on Mal. Um, Guys, look, look, there's better boy love. There is. And there's better crime show. There is. By far on both counts. I mean, a lot does change after, like, about episode 10, I'll say. and But for obvious reasons, I can't talk about that because, <laughs> as you can tell, Rev, a lot happens in five episodes. And if I tell you even about some of the things that happened in episode six and seven... Can I make some predictions now? Go right ahead. All right, all right. So, uh, first, shit's gonna last way too fucking long. Uh, Banana Fish... I'm trying to figure out, because there's got to be more to it, but I genuinely can't think of how they would do anything more to it. It's a hallucinogenic that makes you violent and can be uh, selectively controlled and induced uh, to try to get trained killers, more or less, right? Uh, Try to get people to kill uh, on your whim. Uh, But, uh, like, is that it? And I feel like there has to be more, but with this show, I I don't know. I don't know. Uh, One prediction I'll make. I think, ooh, do I want to make a spicy prediction? I mean, there is a strong possibility of us revisiting this one. Okay, in the wait, future, Rem, I, I'm gonna so. have, a, I'm gonna have, a, I'm gonna, I have a death list, right? Characters that are gonna fucking die. Okay, hit me. Sh- Shorter is gonna die. Okay. Uh, he's been shown enough to pretend like he's important, uh, and make it seem like it's significant when he dies, but at the same time, not shown too much where he has actual plot armor. He's fucked. Um, I think obviously Dino's gonna die at some point. Um, Arthur's fucked, obviously. Like, vill- villains are, are pretty self-explanatory. Right. Um, one of the Japanese cops, at least, uh, will die. Uh, or if, if not both, but at least one of them. Max, oh, he's a fucking goner. <laughs> uh, Max is either a goner or he's gonna be traumatized afterwards. He, he, he does not get a happy ending. Oh, and you know what? You know what? I feel like this is the type of show that might think that, like, oh, it would be really edgy and intense and subversive. I think I think one of the main two boys dies, and like the other holds them in their arms, right? Um, like one of the the other holds them in their arms as they're dying. Um, now the question is, do we let the innocent? Do we say the innocent Ag dies, right? Right. And it's like, oh, Ash, who finally found some joy in his life, uh, finally has that joy snuffed out. Or do we have it where Ash, who who has taught Ag and and brought Ag to becoming like a person, uh, but now uh he dies and Ag has to deal with his own trauma now. Um. I I think AG has plot armor because he's too innocent, whereas Ash, he's going to be put in more scenarios where he might die. So I'm, I'm going to go to the balls to wall prediction. I'm going to say Ash dies as well. Um, possibly in the final scene with AG holding him, uh, crying, uh, and then they like promise to always be there for each other forever, some shit like that. Boom. Write it. There we go. Lock it in. Okay. Wow. Those are some very bold predictions <laughs> you're making, my guy. <laughs> 
I'm going to say at, at least 60% of those predictions are going to be uh, accurate. With Man. one of them being spot the fuck on. And which one is the spot the fuck on one? I don't know. I, I'm not going to say which one is spot the fuck on, but one of them will be. So you're just going to, so if one of them happens to be spot the fuck on, you're going to be like, ha, told ya. Yeah, 100%. Man, way to cover your fucking bases, I guess. <laughs> Hardcore. Well, well, folks, I hope this is what you wanted. <laughs> it probably wasn't. No, I, definitely not. Definitely not. I, I don't think, I don't think that's what people wanted, but you know, that's okay. Uh, because sometimes, sometimes people need to be told everything that uh, their show is, their favorite show is doing wrong. Uh, I will, I will genuinely mention, Ram, that uh, I tried searching for bad reviews of this show, <laughs> just because you know I'm, I'm curious. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of the bad reviews are just so bad in and of themselves. Like it's hard to take them seriously. <laughs> yeah. So it's like. Man, yeah. So the so the reviews that are bringing the curve down aren't as uh aren't as uh helpful for conversation, unfortunately. Uh, so who knows, Rem? You might have one of the most comprehensive negative reviews of this show. <laughs> there we go. Nice and definitive. Uh, uh, what, what and it's I gonna say? get us a lot of flack. Yeah, that that sounds about right. So I just want on the record, I just want it to be said. I wanted people to enjoy this episode and hopefully they do yeah uh because i suppose the final question i have to ask you rem is any chance you'd want to watch more banana fish with me you know probably <laughs> you can't I'm look away you yeah, want to see how it ends down uh like I, at least a little bit more because it's it's keeping my uh, attention however well, as to whether I'd be able to finish it, that that's still up in the air. Well, I mean, it's only 24 episodes, Rem. That's so much. That's so much. <laughs> I don't think you can call 24 episodes so much when things like One Piece exist. No, that's not how that works. No? It's not how that works. No? I'm, oh, man, I have a... One sec, let me figure out how to sanitize this comparison that I'm about to make. Oh, Jesus uh, Christ, Rem, careful. If, if you're like, oh, man, he, he killed... He killed 20 people. You can't be like, <laughs> yeah, but have you heard of Mao? It's like, well, I, what, yeah, I, that, that, would that be, is, that, that is was... a lot more, I suppose. <laughs> However, 20 people, still a lot of people to kill. I cannot believe you're equating a show length to mass murder. <laughs> hey man, uh, I, 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 I'm, I'm, that's just the theme. The important thing is the numbers. The important thing is the numbers. Oh my god. Okay, sure, sure. Let's end on that note, why don't we? <laughs> so so with that in mind, thank you all so much for joining us. If you enjoy Rem tearing apart your favorite, most beloved shows from a specific year, then you can head on over to wherever you get your podcasts, whether that be Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, and leave us a review. It means the world to us, and we do read every single one, as evidented in this episode, where a lot of your reviews also have recommendations in them. Uh, I didn't factor those into the full number, because, my god, math is hard. And addition, you can't expect it from me, guys. Uh, but if that is not enough for you, you can head on over to twitch.tv slash animeoutofcontext, where myself, Remington, and Dylan do occasionally play video games incredibly poorly. And if that is still not enough for you, you can head on over to 
uh, patreon.com slash anime out of context, where you gain access to all kinds of lovely bonus material, including having the opportunity to have your name read aloud live on the podcast. So, Rem, who are we thanking this week? As always, we would like to send our regards to all of our bland bitch protagonists, as well as our magical girls, who we really appreciate. But moving on, we get to our yandere waifus, who are throwing us in jail and then pole vaulting into needles. I don't know, man. Who knows what the fuck is going on anymore? I, I feel like you might have watched Saw recently. That, I think that was an exact thing in Saw. <laughs> and on that list, we have Alex, Xanax, Yandere Neko, you hear? Waishon Waishon, walk me home gently. Wade Achell, uh, Tyler Worley, Tsumugi is way cuter than Anya, and that's just facts. Uh, Trenton Farrell, Travis J. Humphrey, Totally God, Tony Tony Choppa, Titan CNH, Tim Westy, The Susanator, The Big Bean, T Tetsuo 8, no, Tetsuo 13 says anime out of context always brightens up my day. Oh, perfect. Uh, oh, well, nice. we're, we're happy to hear that. Uh, Squirrel. Uh, this probably won't have brightened up your day, but that's okay. Yeah, you know. Uh, so that guy got old, but I had fun while it lasted. So how are you guys doing having... Uh, fun, I hope. Anywho, I'll talk to you later, I guess. Uh, Silent Secondary, Shoujo Addict, who doesn't need help, just more manga to read and anime to watch. Sean, punish Rem and make him watch Excel World. Sean, are you reading new One, P One Punch Man? It's peak fiction. All ca uh, that was all in caps, so it's very important. Uh, yeah, of course. Uh, Sean is shitty enough for the Frog Shit Club. I hate this. <laughs> I hate it here. This this is my hell. Oh, preach on Remington about frogs shitting out kids. God, I love it so much. Uh, school days in Cladded for the Fields. Salty Pretzels, Sadie Bartling. Ross Palmer. Rimu Rimuru. Rimuru Tempest is my waifu daddy. Uh, it, I'm trying to parse the phrase waifu daddy. Yeah, no, that, that, that's a mixture. <laughs> uh, could, could someone... Uh, I mean, Rimuru is uh, the slime from, you know, Slime yeah. Incarnate, like if you recall. Uh, explain, explain them being a waifu daddy. I mean, explain, explain to me the concept of a waifu daddy uh, for I mean, a moment. <laughs> I mean, so, well, like, he, I'm fairly certain he identifies as male, but he can also be a hot female if he wants. Uh, maybe there's something there. Can he only be a hot female? Can he, be, can he not be an unattractive female? Uh, there are spoilers involved with that. Uh, <laughs> what the, all right. Uh, Rhiannon Williams, Remington Merrill. Rem gave me depression. Uh, oh, boy, an ounce of serotonin. Don't mind if I do. Wow, very conflicting back to back. Uh, yeah, no married. waifu, no waifu. Nick Harvey, new from Crumb Slots Bakery, frog shit fritters. Fuck! <laughs> I God. hate it here. <laughs> this is the we, worst. We, we have we have some funny ass patrons, man. Uh, uh, Mike the Mutilator, Makeka Seven Hierto, Mexican Gone Freaks, uh, Maya C Zitzi, uh, Matthew Drum says Dylan's an angel. Uh, Matthias Rodas, Martin, Matto Two Max, Lizzie Anthea, Lukio, Logan Evans. Let me see Dylan and Rem in thigh highs. Ooh, ooh. King Rich Rock, Casey Mosley, Cassidy, Jose Melcher, Jax, Jam Hands. I'm just here for Rem's insightful yet incorrect takes. Uh, it's my birthday, May 20th, so I'm now God and I'm taking over the podcast. Uh, ISIS, but only for terrorist acts committed by birds. Uh, is Rem's ass a cheesecake? Because I'm starving. Iron-Blooded Orphan Slaps. Uh, if you could have any anime, cartoon, or video game series, as a white sword said, what would it be? Uh, I'm lonely, so I watch anime. I'm here for Rem to lose it at the final frame of Attack on Titan Season 1. Uh, I want Rem to ruin Darling in the Franks for me. I guess you're on keter duty. Hunter Davies. Hey, you, slap on my knob like corn on the cob. Then give me head like Rem in bed. Do a moan. Uh, Glenn Michael Dolan. Fuck of love, Fox and Boy. Friend of the podcast, Adam Sandler, the god emperor of ma mankind. Oh, thank you so much, uh, Mr. Sandler. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I can't escape from any of it. Uh, Fern the Fern Fern. Father Soft Hands. Farmer Weep is bad pickup line of the week. Are you a bee? Because you sure smell fishy. 
What? Am I dumb or am I having a stroke? I cannot tell. Um, <laughs> Fantide, Extreme Cobra, Epigamy, Elite Knight, Drink Milk to Prevent Wobbly Bones. Not a conspiracy, but also sort of a conspiracy. Uh, Dickite, Mimicin, Picachorin, Triss, Pentaflor, Ethyl, Trifluorphosphate, also known as FAP, and finally, Trans 1, 4, Bis, 4, Pridil, Eth, and then it cuts off. Um, ah. Uh, Creed 13, Shy 900, Cheese Monkey, Chaotic is my favorite anime, uh, Carson MO5, can we get 9,969 separate checks, Misaka asks, knowing that some of her sisters always just happen to forget their wallets. Uh, Cage in the House, Rockhard for Geodudes, Big Blue Bear Boy, Anime Nosebleed, Elise Howard, all these squares make a circle, all these squares make a circle, all these squares make a circle, all these squares make a circle. Uh, and AJ Honey, thank you all so much. Now we move on to the Boy Wizard tier, where everybody is going to get Everyone's going to become a leader of a randomly generated gang. Uh, congratulations. Oh, my so, God. <laughs> we have, warning, you're 799 episodes away. You have the Bronze Shark Tooths. Uh, Vincent Calabrese, you are the Diamond Vulture Soldiers. The Last Huntress, you get the Boars. Nice and simple. Uh, Stick Meat, you are the Black Enigma. Shuffleboard <laughs> is Totes a Sport. Uh, you get the Saber Riders. Rika is the Best Waifu. You get the Void. Rat Visa is the Finish and the one who... And the one who's slowly melting in the summer, you get the Red Owls. Pocket Gamer 513, the Azure Spiders. Uh, please watch Hunt, please watch Healer Girl, a cute slice of life about using music to heal people. Also, Rem is still a girl. You get uh, the Wildlings. My Afro Ate My Dog, you get uh, the Gold Skeleton Brotherhood. Momo the Griff, the Idealists. Mike Wants an Overlord Review, you're in charge of the Chargers. Miguel Delion, the Bulldog Crew. Maitawa says, first three arcs of Bakamonogatari is just eight episodes. You get the green cobras. Inuyasha is my favorite cryptid. You get the salvation. Uh, Hinata is a ball of sunshine. You get the crystal reapers. Harrison, you get the ruby dragon tooth man. Harrison, you get the crimson slicers. Go ahead, call the cops. It won't unlude the lolly. Oh, no. Oh, God. Oh, no. Oh, no. Um, That's pretty bad. That, that you, get the, mm. you, you get the gorillas. Uh, just the band. The <laughs> um, you're in charge of the band now. Congrats. Uh, gay as fuck, but without the fuck, because I'm ace. You get the Copper Forsaken Squad. Uh, Dylan, when are you taking over? You get the Empty Eyes. Demon Ray 13, you get the Brass Alligators. Beethoven 1201, you are going to get the Unseen. Anchoy 4, you are going to get the Cardinal Devil Brotherhood. All Father Shacks are on hiatus for the foreseeable future because he ran out of facts and doesn't want to make Dylan do work. Uh, and you will get... The Fangs. Aaron Heglin, your gang shall be the Red Rats. Uh, lots of red going on. Lots of, uh, I mean, red finally, is a very violent color, Rem. You it's know, true, it's the it's same true. color as blood. Unless oh. you're a horseshoe crap. <laughs> it's, it's true. It's true. Uh, two sec, Sean, I have to show you my Rule 34 of UE. It is my favorite of my many folders. Uh, you are going to get the Daywalkers. Uh, so there, there you go. Those are... somebody, somebody really likes Blade. Those are all of yours. We move on to the inappropriate Joey Wheeler tier up at the very tip top of things. Uh, and and in this tier now, this time, uh, Sean, tell us what what we'll be doing for the inappropriate Joey Wheeler. I fucking hate you. But <laughs> <laughs> high tier, so hopefully something real thoughtful. You know, something real thoughtful. Funny. You know, something that, funny uh, is is a must. Man, and then obviously probably in a whatever. Do whatever as Joey Wheeler is usually, you know. So. Uh, 
you know, I just thought it'd be fun for, for, for you to come up with, with one uh, for a change of pace. I thought people Oh, yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. No, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I, why would anything else happen? Honestly? But also, so it needs to like relate to Joey Wheeler, right? Be funny and interesting. And also ideally relate in some, albeit tangential way to the anime we just watched. Mm -hmm. You know what? That is very true. And it's a good thing that I'm very, very good at these things. Uh, so in fact, uh, the perfect, uh, <laughs> the perfect way, uh, to, uh, end, end this episode and give the, give the, uh, Joey Wheeler version of, uh, <laughs> the Joey Wheeler version of, uh, quotes from books by J.D. Salinger. <laughs> okay. You know, you know, you know what? Fitting, fitting. Uh, and Remington is gonna very kindly provide us with them as Joey Wheeler. <laughs> oh no, I've given him the power. I've given him too much power. <laughs> yeah, because uh, <laughs> I don't know if you noticed, Rem, but every title of each of these episodes is the title of a uh, J.D. Salinger book. Uh, I did not notice, but yeah. it makes sense because Banana Fish. Is, yeah, A Perfect Day for Banana Fish is a J.D. Salinger book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, the very is this a spoiler? No, no, I don't think it's a spoiler. Uh, the very last episode of the series is called Catcher in the Rye, so. Oh, uh, okay, yep. All right, uh, so we start off with the redneck weeb returns thanks to moonshine and jiggle physics. Uh, what, what, what do these quotes represent for these people, Sean? Because they're not just quotes in the ether. Yeah, no, uh, these quotes will represent, um, you know, it, it, they're motivational quotes, Rem. Motivational oh, so quotes for the future because J.D. Salinger, it was well known for writing books about so we're, we're providing the them with the motivation they need right now yes life. yes all right so for our redneck weep what really knocks me out is a book that when you're all done reading it you wish the author that wrote it was a horrific friend of yours and you could call him up on the phone wherever you felt like it uh so so there you go i, I hope that sufficiently uh motivates motivates you uh i feel motivated uh <laughs> next we move on to sean we should watch helsinger bridge next week uh, and and to you, I, I I need to tell you, don't ever tell anybody anything. If you do, you start missing everybody. Uh, so stay fucking quiet, you son of a bitch. <laughs> 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 that should motivate you to shut the fuck up, I guess. Jesus, um, dude. It's Salinger, not me. <laughs> Powered by money and daddy issues. Uh, for you, uh, I I just need need to tell you. Among other things, you'll find that you're not the first person who was ever confused and frightened and even sickened by human behavior. Um, very motivational, uh, you know, is, uh, <laughs> human behavior is trash. Awesome. Yep. Uh, <laughs> magic ice ball. Uh, oh, th this one, great, really motivating. I'm quite illiterate, but I read a lot. <laughs> that, so do things that you can't do. I... <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't I don't think that's that's the summary do things you can't um next we got I spent too much time playing Overwatch please help uh to you I, I need to tell you and this is especially relevant right now in your life you know why I'm sick of just liking people I wish to god I could meet somebody I could respect uh you know yeah uh, hate everybody that's Jesus. the message. I think that's the message here, right? I that's mean, the, if you play a lot of Overwatch, that's probably the, the case. Like, <laughs> you see, it's, so it's been a while since all. I played Overwatch, but like, uh, it, that, that's that was a strong uh, remembrance for me. Next up, we got Dylan Army General. Glory to the editor. Hashtag Dylan is waifu. Hashtag communism for books. I can type a lot. Damn. Uh, <laughs> to you, I need to tell you the mark of an immature man is that he wants to die nobly for a cause. 
while the mark for a mature man is that he wants to live humbly for one. Uh, so, you know, uh, never die. Don't die. If you die, you're a coward. Um, uh, see, I'm extracting the messages here. Um, the obviously intended motivational yeah, messages. Yeah, no, no, yeah. I'm sure that's exactly what Salinger, uh, wanted, uh, people to feel when they read his books. Uh, because, you know, famously, J.D. Salinger, uh, loved, uh, when people talked about his books. He just right. absolutely loved it. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not kidding. This is the order that I'm reading these. Um, next is my dear old mom. Uh-oh. I cannot emphasize I have not altered which one. I, I'm just reading down a list. Um, but, but y'all won't believe this because, uh, to, to my dear old mom, I have to say, mothers are all slightly insane. <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> I swear to God. That's what it chose for me. Um... So yeah, just just go crazy, mom. Just go fucking nuts. Apparently, that that's what Salinger wants for you. Uh, next up we have Chelsea Nasbaum. Uh, to you, I need to tell you very importantly right now, today even it's relevant today, the moment you hear this. That's the thing about girls. Every time they do something pretty, even if they're not much to look at or if they're sort of stupid, you fall in love with them, and then you never know where the hell you are. Find you a stupid girl that's not much to look at, Charles. Um, <laughs> no, 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 no. You can't say that. You absolutely cannot say that. Salinger approved advice. No, 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 no. That's bad. Next up, we have blood cell, not the white one. Uh, and, and what you need to know is I don't exactly know what I mean by that, but I mean it. Um, You don't need to know what you're saying. Just say things. Yeah, this list of quotes is very heavily leaning in the uh, Catcher in the Rye category. Like, I, I mean, yeah, there's lots of Catcher in the Rye. Yeah. Uh, here, here's another one. Uh, next up for Anime Girl, uh, you need to know, people are always ruining things for you. Fuck them, people. <laughs> <laughs> don't interact with people. Jesus, uh, most of our audience are introverts, Rem. You don't need to encourage them. <laughs> uh, and uh, ne- next up, we, we have going above and beyond. Uh, we, we are here to motivate Dylan Hayden. Uh, Dylan Hayden, who I, I want to tell them. Anyway, I keep picturing all these little kids playing some game in the big field of Rye and all. Thousands of little kids and nobody's around. Nobody big, I mean, except me. And I'm standing on the edge of some crazy cliff. What I have to do, I have to catch everybody if they start to go over the cliff. I mean, if they're running and they don't look where they're going, I have to come out from somewhere and catch them. That's all I do all day. I'd just be the catcher in the rye and all. I know it's crazy, but that's the only thing I'd like really like to be. Um, the moral wow. of uh, eat more rye bread. Uh, that's <laughs> wow, wow. <laughs> I, I that's what I took from that. Um, from one of the most iconic quotes from the book. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, thank you all for tuning in. If you want to reach out, whether it's for a comment, question, feedback, or recommendation, you can tweet us at AnimeConPod on Twitter or send an email over onto AnimeOutOfContext at gmail.com. Once again, guys, thank you all so much for tuning in. We all love you very, very much. And as always, uh, don't fuck your sister. He is a bad boy, but he's a good boy, but he's a bad boy, but he's a good boy, but he's a horny boy. Actually, right? There are plenty of times where I think I enjoyed it. That means it's good.
I am a caramel slut. I am a caramel slut. You're just uh, a sweetie, sweetie little slut. Hey, two. Hey, two.